0: Fucking, I ain't gonna wait for the topics no more. We just gonna do it. So, what's up, all my gypsies? Shit, it's a new motherfucking day. Welcome y'all to another episode of Gypsy Monologues. We on the high wing. <gasps> Gypsy, where you at? White Plains, New York. Wherever the fuck we at. The boonies of New York. Alright, so we'll get right into it So I asked uh, Facebook to give me some topics And uh, The only topic Somebody, only motherfucker So I said If you could ask me anything In front of hella people So no nigga So I can't fake or front Or none of that shit Like you couldn't be like Yeah, like yo Basically, I just opened the motherfucking, the window for anybody to ask me anything for me to be able to address it on the podcast. Nobody asked me anything. Then, Karina Capri got on the joint and said, are you happy and why or why not? And that was like the realest, that's a real-ass question, man. That's a real-ass question, so let's dig into it am i happy am i happy why or why not no no i'm not happy when you meet me when people meet me and shit i'm very cheerful there's a difference like i'm extremely cheerful i spent the majority of my life being very angry like, at a lot of shit, I just like the way shit was, the way I was, the way like people was. Hey, I just was mad as fuck for a real long time, like to the point where like I never even used to smile. I never used to smile, yo. If you look at old pictures of me, like I ain't smiling in motherfuckers unless I had gold teeth. I used to be real insecure about my teeth and shit. Um, then I went to prison, and when I came out of prison. I had, like, you know, you have that, like, that jail glow on you and shit. You know how, niggas my niggas have been in jail. You know, you come home with the glow, nigga. You come home ready for life and shit. So, you be glowing and you appreciating life in a different way. So, somebody caught me in the smiling in a picture. And then I looked at the picture and I'm like, oh, you can't even tell my teeth fucked up. So, I then became a nigga who smiles a lot in pictures just because I spent the majority of my life not smiling. And then when people were sending me pictures of us in jail... I'm damn near like I'm getting the pictures in jail and this motherfucking pictures of me mean mugging and shit. I'm looking on mean. So I'm feeling like it ain't no coincidence why my life was becoming that. You know what I'm saying? I was very unhappy. Now, when you ask, am I happy? And I say, no, that doesn't mean that I'm unhappy because I ain't like mad like the way I used to be. Like, I ain't really been able to get mad since like 2015, 2016. You know what I'm saying? Um, On some real angry shit. But... I I say I keep a cheerful disposition A hopeful disposition Everybody that knows me would say You know what I'm saying I'm a nice guy Mr. Brightside and shit But as far as like happy Happiness is um Happiness is always like a That's a fleeting thing Unless it, it comes with a certain level of contentment So I would say No I'm not happy Because my life holds Too much uncertainty in it Like I really be living like a gypsy life So like I think I'll be happy when I could provide some security for my mom and shit. You know what I'm saying? Well, right now, I'm having a rich life in the, in the sense of I have like a lot of experiences, a lot of life experiences that are making me so rich. But as far as the like the physical three D reality of life, I haven't done enough for the people that I want to do shit for to really be happy. So, no, I'm not happy. I'm not happy by no stretch of the imagination in that sense of being like satisfied you know what i'm saying that's enough i am however like mm, happily on my journey you know what i'm saying like i'm not like angrily on my journey or upset on my journey whereas i feel like most people they're on their journey they don't know they don't even know that they're on a journey one most people and you got a smaller group of people that know that life is a journey and shit going on instead of third or whatever, whatever. But they're going through it like mad bitter and reactionary. Whereas like I know that like love creates, like hate reacts and destroys. You know what I mean? So I'm happy in the sense of saying that like um, I have a some sense of I have a way higher sense of peace than I used to have in my life experience. Like I used to have a lot of way more anxiety and fucking nervous tension and uh, like desires for like things that didn't edify me any but they occupied me you know what I mean shit like that um, yeah I think that that's probably the best way I can answer that so I hope that that was a good answer let's see uh, if somebody got some more answers what's the worst moment in life and what lesson did you learn from it to ensure that you're never in that situation best moment and the lesson to have more moments like those uh, worst moment in life I don't know probably like watching my mom's. smoke <laughs> you know what I'm Like, it was probably like, the worst moments in life and shit. Because um, when you're a kid, you're very critical about that shit. Now, it naturally wouldn't bother me as much. Um, I'm an adult. And I spent a large portion of my life selling crack. So I understand the dynamics of the lifestyle and everything that that encompasses currently. Um, so I wouldn't be as upset. Um, but the lesson that I learned was to not do drugs, man. I smoke weed, but I don't do drugs. You know what I'm saying? I ain't never popped a bean. I ain't never did ecstasy. I ain't never did molly. I ain't never, I ain't into none of that shit. I ain't never did coke. I ain't never did nothing. I'm not into none of that shit. I did a little lean. And even when I did lean, nigga in Philly, I almost died. Nigga AR Ab and them niggas gave us that lean, man. My body wasn't ready for that shit. I ain't know what I was doing. I drank way too much of that shit, cuz like, yo, you just supposed to coat the ice, cuz, what you doing? I'm like, man, I drank it all in the jump that was in the cup. Man, I was hiccuping for four fucking days straight, nigga, on my cousin's house in Baltimore, nigga. We went back, we left Philly, nigga, I was just hiccuping, hiccuping. By the time we was done shooting the video with them niggas, I was just starting hiccuping. We got to the hotel, nigga, I just hiccuped for four days straight. If I was awake, I was just hiccuping. Hiccup, hiccup. I was doing that shit all fucking... As long as I was awake for four days. So I kept trying to go to sleep. I'm on Google looking that shit up. It's telling me if you it for more than 24 hours, you're about to die. So I'm trying to get right with the Lord and shit. So that's why I don't do drugs. You know what I'm saying? Plus, I have a naturally addictive personality. So I like shit. When I like shit, I like shit. So I don't, I don't even attempt to even experiment with shit or touch some shit. Fuck that shit all together. Word. So that's probably the best lesson I learned from that. You know what I'm saying? The best moment in life. I don't know that the best moment even came with lessons. I guess like family's important is the best lesson. I don't know. When I think off the top of my head, I'm like best moment in my life, I instantly think of like well, my first thought was naturally, I'm trying to think harder now for like a better memory, but I can't, escape to me at the moment. My first natural thought of my best moment in life is um, the birthday I spent with me, Booty, and my brother. And it's people. you know what I'm saying? But well, anyway, me and my brother, we like, it was my birthday, uh, and me, him, and two girls, well, my girlfriend at the time, uh, we went to a strip club we just had a good night like that night I don't know It just because I ain't grow up with my brother I ain't get to grow up with my brother or do nowhere near the time with him that I wanted to do so anytime I get the fuck with him it's dope but I don't know that was like my most significant relationship in life and you know what I'm saying the shorty that I was with at the time it just was my birthday it was dope I got mad drunk I threw up all over uh Worthington Street We went to like uh, some strip club at CT. I don't know. I guess the lesson that I learned then was like, good shit could happen. Like, good, like, you could feel better than you thought that you could feel. You know what I mean? Because birthdays for me usually suck. And I usually don't even celebrate them at all. I just let them pass just completely unnoticed by like the people around me. Um, But that's just one of the years my brother was free. I was in Massachusetts and I was dating Carmen. It was a good birthday. Real good birthday. So, I don't know. I guess the lessons was like capitalize off the moments. Cause I could have been a bitch about the day and like, it's my birthday. I don't care about none shit. Could have been a little pussy about the birthday, but you know what I'm saying? I let my brother you know what I mean, treat me to a good time and that shit was dope. I had fun. That's probably the best lesson that I could say. I seriously, fuck with a girl who's fucked as many niggas as I fucked women. Uh Yeah. Where you from, though? Because <laughs> if you fucked as many girl, if you fucked as many niggas as I fucked women, and you live in Springfield, I don't want you. Of course not. Because as many women as I fucked is spread out between like seven states. <laughs> so. My body count won't really do damage to you. That's why people like me in Springfield now. Like, well, I'm a little whored out now, but when I like started Gypsy in, like before I started capitalizing on my popularity a little bit, I had a little time where I capitalized on my popularity. But before that, nobody largely knew me in that capacity at all. So it's like, yo, I would be a 100% safe bet of like, I could deal with this nigga because at least if a shorty dealing with me, she ain't got to worry about another bitch being like, oh, I fucked that nigga, or I used to fuck with that nigga, or that nigga's this or that, because not too many women in this city have history with me. So I'll say for your average person, just a just a female asking a man that question, um, that's tough, because you got to see all these niggas. You know what I'm saying? And I know that girls feel the same way, like I got to see all these bitches, but that's just the double standard of the world. And girls would argue, like, yo, nah, well, double standard, that's a double standard. That's why, yeah, it is a double standard. And it's exactly how it is. And it's, yeah, it's fucked up, but that's exactly the way it is. So you're going to hate the game or you're going to win it. You know what I mean? Like, it's one of those things because you're playing regardless. And so, I don't know. That's, you know, but our culture is moving more towards, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, a, uh, a, what's it is like whole liberation the shit amber rose be doing the slut walking shit like so it is like women are owning they're owning their sexuality in a way of saying like shit nigga we fucking as many niggas as y'all fucking bitch y'all dogs we dogs too everybody barking you know what i'm saying like me personally i don't give a fuck if i fuck with you i fuck with you but i'm private in person anyway so most people don't really know unless i got an actual titled girlfriend And we're like you know what I'm saying because when I have a titled girlfriend then it's like yeah we taking pictures on Facebook and all that sort of shit because I don't give a fuck that's what it is you know what I'm saying um but like no when I'm single I believe in being discreet so no that shit wouldn't bother me most of the girls that I've had sex with in life are hoes and have fucked a lot of niggas and that didn't stop me but as far as like, like would I marry the girl if she's from Springfield no no too many to the numbers are too high that's too many niggas do she got kids if she got kids hell the fuck no if she got kids if she don't got kids yeah we could just move if your vibe is that dope i fuck i just love who you are as a person we would just leave springfield so i don't gotta bump into a nigga at every at, every time i'm buying Dutches or papers every time i'm at a gas station or every time we go out to eat you know what I'm saying? I don't want to see like every time we walk into friendlies and shit. Like every time we go somewhere, I don't want to see somebody you fuck. You know what I mean? Because I know how niggas treat fucking. That's the difference between girls and niggas. Bitches a be Bitches, I don't have bitches like completely respect some shit. Niggas just niggas, niggas gonna look away. And you go, yeah, that shit's just. I don't know. Niggas got way more ego than women. So I would say that that's probably the answer to your question right there, Jordy. niggas got way more ego than whip so i think the answer for the average man though i don't profess to speak for all men i think the answer for the average man would be no for me it depends on where you're from because if you're from i don't know las vegas and your body count is retarded guess what i don't know none of them vegas niggas i don't give a fuck you bad as hell we vibe dope as fuck i'm bringing you back home niggas gonna see y'all bad bitch just don't fuck all these niggas out here because you fuck with me now that's it (laughs) but no i wouldn't care about a shorty body count i ain't never been that type of nigga to care about a shorty body count certainly not to fuck them now to date them perhaps not to date them the amount never mattered neither man so i took a call i don't know where the fuck i stopped but i was monologuing good as hell (laughs) I was no longer good as hell, but I took a call, so it cut me off. I gotta remember to start putting this shit on the airplane. So, we're gonna move on to the next questions. Next questions, next questions. Facebook questions. Mmm. Stash. All right. Are you ever getting married? I would like to. I think it's a very romantic idea. To know that you're going to fuck with somebody and that's going to be the, you know what I'm saying, the one person you fuck with forever. That should sound good. Um, yeah, I would like to. Are you ever getting married? I'd say yes. I'd say yes. I'm going to get married before I die. Yes. Yep. I'm going to get married. All right. Now, let's see. Let's go on. Let's come on. Come on. Aha, the The God. The God. <laughs> Lauren Webb says what the Fuck y'all beeping at? It's New York traffic. Alright, Lauren Webb says, How long would you say you've been prostituted? <laughs> Yo, she's funny as hell. Um, probably my whole life, God. Probably my whole life. You know what I'm saying? My mama sold pussy, you know what I mean? I, I grew up in a whorehouse. Nah, let me not make it sound like that It wasn't like something like that But I've lived in whorehouses houses at numerous different times in my life uh, During childhood and in adulthood So, I mean by prostitution Like as in sex work slanging dick to bitches Like, yo, I need somewhere to stay You know how niggas is He coming home He on parole Yeah, like uh, Shit, nigga, I don't know my whole life Even before I could use my dick you know what I'm saying I've been having sex I lost my virginity at nine years old I've been having sex since I was nine years old but even before then like I always been like a certain energy in a room so I'd say I've been prostituting like if that if that count nigga like I'm like the biggest whore you know I'm the biggest prostitute you know I'm literally like the motherfuckers come and get it you know what I'm saying? Like, straight up. Motherfuckers come and get it. And I give it away. I get that energy out. You know what I mean? I I really do. If you relate, we relate it. I've been... Like, I used to very much... I spent a lot like, mad years, like, connecting with people on, on pain. Like, on a level of pain. You know what I'm saying? So, I know what it's like to be in pain and want, like, senses of relief. Or wanting, like, escape or wanting peace, or wanting acceptance, or wanting love, or wanting affection, or wanting to be held, or wanting to be told that you you dope, or that you matter, or that you important. I know what it's like to want all that shit, so like I'm Mr. Give that shit away. Ain't a nigga, ain't a nigga, and certainly ain't a, name a nigga from our city that show more love than me. On, not financially. Like clearly this niggas is probably, this niggas is, they put programs together for the kids. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Niggas is doing shit that matter, Like, you know what I mean? But on just like a personal level, on a motherfucking knowing that like, yo, yo I'm fucked up. Like, who can I call to to help me out? In which I understand is a metaphysical thing because I'm an unlicensed practitioner that now we dealing with energy transference. I'm one of the biggest filters in this fucking city. I'm like the Hey Arnold of Springfield. Hey, Arnold was everybody's friend. So in that sense, he a hoe too. You know what I'm saying? So I guess like that. In, in that sense, Lauren, I've been prostituting forever. And I'm going to continue until I'm done. <laughs> in the sense of like, yo, like living off my dick. Um, I guess it started young me knowing that I could like sway things in my direction that way. But I've never really been a person that tried to like manipulate through sex. I just try to have, like, the best sex I can have with people. And it makes them value you on another level that they don't want to really, like, leave or lose you. And... Because they know that they're connected to your soul on another level that they're not connected to other people's souls. Like, there's levels to sex. So, like... A bitch can fuck a nigga and... You know what I'm saying? Just fuck a nigga get up and leave. And then she can fuck a nigga and her whole soul could be into into the experience. And... In that sense, like, there's a value there. So i'd say about yeah to answer your question my whole life and until i'm done i'm here for the duration of this shit and like i said i know what it's like to not have it so i give it now i'm way more i've gone to therapy for seven years so i'm way more selective of who can receive my dick because that's the actual tuning fork to my soul so now it's like if you haven't already fucked me, especially since like certain epiphanies I've had within like the last year and a half, if you haven't already fucked me, it's, it'll be way harder for you to fuck me than any other time, like to fuck me. You know what I'm saying? Like you can still get a, a hell out of me. What's that? So the Amber Alert cut my fucking, yo, what you doing, yo? Fucking dickhead. He's New York. The Amber Alert cut my fucking shit off. I don't know what the fuck I was talking about. my dick oh yeah I'm more selective with my dick now way more that's for therapy just tell me I gotta be my therapist would be mad at me if I still like fucked everybody so freely goddamn Amber Alerts listen man there's nothing I can do about that I don't see no goddamn van. I don't know no baby I'm out here this New York this fuck people trafficking fucking mecca and shit Or oh, it's dc or baltimore. i think baltimore might be the people trafficking mecca i don't know either way y'all see they snatched that little girl up off at the end of the shot that she was sad i knew when they started the episode out the way they had the whole episode they focused on that little girl running in her back and, and like showing her like right they gave her so much screen time i said something happened to her this episode as soon as it started i said something happened to her this episode on oh, mama's so to answer your question, I'm not a prostitute, no mo, Lauren, and I was never a prostitute. matter of fact, that's the answer To answer your question, how long we have been prostitute? Never motherfucker, cause I never charged. I never charged, I should have got I should have got paid. I should get paid for this dick. I 100% should get paid for this dick. The way I get it, shit the bitches, and not even no toot my own horn shit, I ain't even gonna do that. That sounds crazy. It sounds arrogant. I was gonna go into a whole nother tangent. That's lower me. It's lower shock. I don't live from my root chakra anymore. That's what I'm saying. I went through a lot of therapy. But, yes, I answered your question. I answered. I'm gonna text you right now. Let you know I answered your question. Lauren's funny as hell I love Lauren I love that question Ask me Ask me some real shit Ask me some more real shit y'all Come on Lauren the only nigga Got some nuts No, Lauren the only mother And this is a whole woman man This is a whole woman A whole female out here Got more nuts Than everybody in this fucking city You know how many people Listen to this shit It's mad people Listen to this shit You know how many bitches Got shit that they wanna ask me don't it. Yo, get the fuck out my inbox Get the fuck out my inbox Ask me that shit right on my timeline Ask me this shit right here So I could give it to you in a goddamn podcast And I could tell you, we can get straight I don't like all the confusion Because here's the thing, like bitches be saying they be wanting some real shit But they be duplicitous as fuck they damn self It's like, yo, niggas too Everybody fake as hell Nigga, everybody should be posting some shit like this Every day who wanna ask me some real shit? Everybody right here, everybody can see it. Everybody right here can see it. Lauren, the only motherfucker with some courage. Lauren Webb. That's why you the God. Anyway, now where the fuck my shirt's at? <laughs> nah, I'm playing because I be taking hella long to get people that shit. Yo, listen. Thank you, everyone who buys uh, Buys for me. Um, Damn, do I want to go get some meat? Do I want to go get some eat. Where I'm at? The Hudson. I want to go get some eat. No. Let's see, I I can let her cook for me. Y'all when I got some more questions this is gonna be a whole lot of segments so get ready for a lot of commercials we back by the way if you haven't follow beefy buds 2020 on instagram for all your cannabis needs I'm telling you my man got it as you if you can't tell you do you hear me we ride and I'm on the highway this is highway chronicles gypsy monologues I'm smoking you know what I'm saying some beefy buds niggas it's lit go follow the guard and get all your motherfucking cannabis supplies there. Anything you need. Fire, fire. Pure exotic, pure exotic. All right, now we back into these motherfucking questions. Questions. Um. Okay, someone said, does this make me look fat? I, th- I think they're being funny, but truth is, like, all right, to answer any question, like, if ever a girl asks you, does this make me look fat? Or any girl that wants to know, like, does this make me look fat? You already fat. What you should be doing is finding shit and wearing shit and asking niggas, does this make me look less fat? That's the question. Because this, does this make me look fat? You already answered your own question. You're already fat, and if you have the question, if you're looking in that outfit, yes, you look fat. Now, if you were putting on some shit and you like, yo, does this make me look less fat? I might could look at you up and down and be like, hmm, yeah, maybe. You know what I'm saying? But does this make... I ain't never had a girl be like, does this make me look fat? And it's like, they wasn't fat already. You know what I'm saying? Or like being funny. Because I guess sometimes skinny girls do shit like that. Does this make me look fat? And it's like, you're fine. Uh, How strong do you believe in angel numbers? Do you think they can be something just to live off of outside of prayer and manifestation? I really don't know much about angel numbers. I think I'm like a four... Life path or like a six or some shit like that. I don't know. I don't know, man. Y'all know. <laughs> Excuse me. I only graduated middle school, man, so I don't know. For, for real, when you talking about numbers and shit, that should get confusing if it's not money. You know what I mean? So angel numbers, I guess I would wager to say that that's like all some form of like astrology. And nigga, I say astrology be pretty fucking spot on in my life experience and shit. So yeah i'd say i believe in i well i wouldn't say i believe in the guy don't know shit about it but if i researched it i'm pretty sure that i'd get into it but i ain't really big on numbers or somebody got to break me into that sort of shit somebody got to be like yo man listen, let me show you some shit and talk to me and and educate me for other than that i don't fucking know all right all right so where we at where we at where we at where we at? Where we at? Alright, so yo, so check it. So I put it on my post. I say, yo, ask me something that you can ask me for, because it's for the podcast. So ask me something that anybody, you know what I mean? I can't front because it's in front of everybody. And only Lauren really asked me some shit. Like, so I feel like the rest of y'all pussy. I got mad people that feel ways and all kind of shit. Like, they'll sub a nigga all day and this, that, third. And I'm like, yo, ask me some shit. But they won't, so that's like, I say all that to say, long and short, you bitches is just like the niggas, y'all ain't no worse. I mean, y'all ain't no better, y'all just like the niggas. Y'all sneaky as hell, y'all, y'all sneaky as fuck. That's really just what the, all that that shit is, that's sneaky as fuck. Cause I hit like three different people, like, yo, ask me some shit on the, on my wall. And they like, nah, I ain't gonna ask you nothing. I'm like, why not? Like, why wouldn't you ask me a question that I can't front about, why? would the answer like fuck you up in some way or some shit would it fuck you up with people in some way or some shit like i don't know so i take that for what it is one particular person definitely let me know like well their and their questions for me are personal they're not for everybody in the podcast i said all right i guess i gotta kind of see your point but because i'm using anonymity mostly or you could have asked for that. Like I don't know. I just feel like that. That's like you could phrase it. You could you could frame it a certain way. So I feel like everybody that didn't want to ask me no questions. Are like when I'd be like, "Yo, podcast for me." And motherfuckers don't want a podcast for me. I'd be like, "Yo, they don't really want to know you." Because now I got people telling me shit like, "Yo, I learn more. I'm learning a lot from your podcast." Then that just means you don't you. If you feel like you're learning more from my podcast and being around me, then you're not being real. Because I'm talking the same way I always talk. But when people around you Or when people got you to they self They could feel like they could not be themselves They could be, they could front They be fronting with you That's why the same person that they is in private The same way they treat you in private They don't, they don't They're not that person in public They don't do that shit in public They won't have them conversations in public So it's like man Like fuck out of here When I see shorty subbing niggas I'll be like God, all That's cause this bitch too pussy to be direct Cause if she was direct Somebody would tell her "Ah, shut the fuck up About the nigga you chose For real For real You know what I'm saying And so in that sense Like I guess I wouldn't ask me A question either If it's gonna turn into You being ultimately like Embarrassed By exposing yourself In some sort of way I don't know But I just I did wanna do that And here and there I'll do shit like that I'll open the forum Cause you gotta test The motherfuckers In your experience But I just gave an open forum to anybody that asked me anything they want to know. Anybody. And it's right on Facebook. That shit been on Facebook for hours now. That bitch ain't getting, like, new engagement. Lauren asked some real shit. She feel like I'm a prostitute. She said, how long you been prostituting? I answered that question for Lauren. Everybody else, man, people, I know they got questions. People talk to me when I meet them and on the 3rd or... You know, I was talking to, I was around so-and-so, they was talking about you, this and third, like, you can just ask me. Why not just ask me? Ain't nobody gonna ask me. Which brings me to another point in the monologue being that I'm on the highway. People don't really want solutions to their problems or their issues or, for real, for real, people don't even really want to win. People just don't want to hurt and they don't want to feel anxious or in pain. So, they'll stay in like not pursuit of what they actually say that they want and just stay within a framework of some shit that it's like, yo, I can comfortably be in this space or a uh, piece of being. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, yo, it's like, that's all that shit is like, my, my therapists will say that all of that is upper limiting. Like, you're limiting yourself from reaching the upper heights, the upper echelon of, of like who you could become as a person and in life and all of that shit I don't know I don't relate to that shit I wish a motherfucker would tell me ask me anything you want yo I'm gonna ask your shit I'm gonna ask your ass some shit I really wanna fucking know I really would please if you listening to this and you bumping to me man that's an interesting way to start a conversation man Next build you have when somebody asks him, man, ask me some shit you really want to know. Man. Don't worry, I ain't gonna I'ma gonna answer it. You ain't gonna ain't nothing too wild you can ask me, ain't nothing too far-fetched, ain't nothing too, I mean outside of like me divulging like a criminal experience or some shit, I will answer any question. And I think that when you reach that point, that's some motherfuckers don't wanna ask you no questions. You I mean? You living you living the Jesus of your life. Like. Man, you think motherfuckers really want to talk to Jesus? Only real motherfuckers want to talk to Jesus. Only motherfuckers that was in real pain and shit really wanted to fuck with Jesus. Everybody else, man, they were too ashamed to even talk to somebody that represented so much like, hey man, I am what I am. Which was his whole thing. He was actually kind of perfect. I ain't perfect, but I still I am what I am. Without shame. The light in the room, y'all. Shine bright, shine bright like a diamond. I'm high too, so now I'm just rambling. All right, let me hold on. Let me go back and see if I got some more topics right quick. Nope, ain't nobody asked me shit. Yep, hold on. My boy said, I do learn a lot from do I learn a lot from your podcast. All I got to do is really sit back and watch you tell it. Yeah, you watching me tell it, just me and you behind. People, I don't know, I think that that's like, I don't know, people are wild. I think that that's whack as fuck. I guess, you know what I'm saying, I guess it's, no, it's not whack as fuck, it's dope. Sit back and watch, but just know that like, that makes you on the outer circle. You're in the same boat as everybody else, because you're sitting back getting the same information everybody else getting. Like, if you don't want to ask, if you don't want to have, like, personal conversations with me about, like, touchy subjects or certain shit, but you sit back and listen to me talk and then pull your assumptions from that, then I hope you enjoy whatever the fuck you get. And I really don't give a fuck what that is. You know what I'm saying? Whatever perception you walk away with from this podcast I don't give a fuck. Whoever you are, everybody. That's anybody listening to this. I want you to listen to this. And whatever you walk away with, you walk away with. This is just my podcast. I, this is me speaking freely. Anybody that want a conversation with me, get the conversation like this. Now, this is a podcast, so I have the, the liberty to be particular about as many topics or as particular about the topic as I want. Whereas in our interactions with people, we are all so layered and fucking fake and wear so many masks that we always try to talk around what's really the real issue because then if you had to really address the issue you would really have to address the issue whatever the issue is in your life you know what I'm saying and then now the responsibility is on you to create the change that you so you know what I'm saying you you front about wanting so badly the responsibility be on you to to change it if you actually addressed it but you won't address it because then you're forced to change it So it's like yo, as people, we get into these situationships, friendships, loving relationships, we grow closer and farther away from family and motherfuckers just really be scared to be genuine because they they genuinely don't know who the fuck they are. So they're always trying to gauge themselves against like your comparison. Which means that if I'm gauging myself by by your comparison and I'm finding my value, then I don't really want to know the real you. I don't want to know the true heights of you. Because in the true heights of you would either, your you would be shining so bright that you would awaken or illuminate the idea of me that I'm not shining at all or enough or whatever. You would illuminate my insecurities. Or you would motherfucking, uh, 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 uh. Not see the 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 like you know what i'm saying like i would not ask the real question so then it's like yo then i don't have to deal with the full shine of you i'll keep it on the surface level we can talk about bullshit we can always be talking about someone else for instance as opposed to like talking about like how you really feel whereas at these days and ages this is why i have a podcast this is the very reason i made a podcast i made a podcast for the purposes of people won't have real conversations with you But they will listen to you, have a real conversation with someone else in the sense of saying, well, a podcast is a safe way to listen to a genuine opinion without being like held accountable for a reaction to the opinion. Furthermore, once the podcast is over, there can't be a fair exchange of dialogue. It's just one sided. So it's like you said what you said. Now I feel how I feel. And that's that. Whereas if we were actually having that conversation, you I would say what I would say, you would say how you would feel and I would hit you with my logic. Ultimately, anybody having a conversation with me at any given point in time on average, on average, I'm going to hit you with so much logic that when you walk away from the conversation, you either are going to be in agreement with me or you're knowingly willingly acknowledging that you know, like I'm just an asshole that way that I'm not going to agree with you. And that's just, it's literally that cut and dry. Otherwise, we're humans. We we got brains. We got intelligence. We got ration, rationale. We should be using on the side of logic. But people don't. So it's like, yo, that's why people like the podcast and it does well. Because it's a way to do that without the actual accountability of self. But you know what you can do from a podcast? You can listen to it. Oh, that was real. And steal the game. But I'm giving it away. So you can't steal it. You can have it. But you can take the good parts about it, the parts that are comfortable with you, the parts that don't make you uncomfortable, and you can incorporate them into your shit. I know niggas, you can walk away from this shit, and you can go have a conversation with a bitch and say half of what I said, and I promise you're gonna get some pussy, just cause you're gonna seem like an intellectual nigga, if it's a bitch that likes intellectual niggas. Shorties, they gonna walk, shorties love talking to me. Women love talking to me because they be wanting to be me. Not in the sense of saying they wanna be a man, but in the sense of saying they want the fluidity of conversation and interaction with other people that I have. But they had niggas as well but nobody wants to do the work. You have to do the work. You have to have the conversations with self. You have to have the conversations with other people. You have to have the conversations to the, that awaken you to all the inadequacies in yourself and then say, well, I want to be better. There's nothing wrong with being like, I want to be more like, I grew up being like, I want to be more like my big brother, Willie. I want to be more like my big brother, Willie. I want to be more like my uncle, Hanif. I want to be more like my Uncle Jimmy. Everybody's so cool that they so, like, everybody's so, like, we live in an era where you're so an individual that you're actually not an individual at all. Because you're doing the exact same shit everybody else is doing, and you're having the exact same problems as everybody else is having. So where is the uniqueness? You got to have the tough-ass conversations with self. Now let's go on Facebook and see if I got another question. Oh, I did See, I knew my dog See, the intellectuals See, the intellectuals Is asking me shit Have you ever had Oh, that's a good one Let me see Let me check the timer first Let me check my timer first Oh yeah, 15 minutes We got time today We got time today My homegirl, the guy asked me I don't know, we'll keep it ambiguous. If you ain't on my Facebook and shit, then you. if you're on my Facebook, go see who asked the questions. If you're not on my Facebook, then fuck it. You just kind of got to guess. Anyway, the God asked me, have you ever had your heart broken to the point you had to reconsider your whole entire life? Hell the fuck yeah, man. I had my heart broken like that at least three different times. Three different times where when that relationship ended, my whole life i had to reconsider i had to reframe my whole life my relationship with booty my relationship with carmen was like that that's the deepest love i ever had like i was like i was ill i was looking for niggas with guns and shit i was tripping i had to re. I, long and short i was robbing i was bugging i was bugging out that shit had me fucked up i was in a really bad place mentally i had to leave the state to go get my mind right I had to literally like move away But that's typically what I do after breakups anyway if, I, if we have a really significant relationship Then our lives become Our lives become so intertwined That You know what I'm saying Like our day to day functioning Usually be predicated off the interaction with each other So it's like yo If we really break up Then yeah like nigga not only do I not want to see you And if it's that devastating then that means that I really really love the person so it's like just something in you, you gauge something in them wrong, or you gauge something in yourself wrong, that made it that you couldn't see that the season was coming to an end. So that's what really devastates you. And it's like, oh shit, like, like. but it's been red flags for you to know. And so you should be able to accept things more like, open heartedly, like, yo, it, it, it was what it was. I'm happier that things happened than I am sad that they're over. But when you're in the midst of it, it's hard to be that way. So hell the fuck yeah. I felt like that, um, shit, nigga, I remember, uh, my, my relationship in D.C., I had three different times that that's happened to me, it's happened to me once in Massachusetts, it's happened once to me in D.C., and it's happened once to me in, um, V.A., yup, I wanted to reconsider my whole, whole life, and if we talking, we going way back then, you know what I'm saying, like, youth, youth years, you know, that first love shit, had a nigga, (laughs) had a nigga really illing, but I don't count that shit, like, your teen shit, like, when you talk to girls and shit, and they be like, well, I've been in this many relationships. They be naming shit from 18 years. That shit don't fucking count. You was dumb. You didn't know shit. Your relationships kind of don't count till after you're 25. Before that, I don't know. You're just yoked with people because you're yoked with them because you're scared to do anything else. Not because you're in greater pursuit of shit with each other. Most people that notice like, oh, I've had like two major relationships before 25, like... It was like four or five years long. It was like teenage shit. Like, them shit don't count. Y'all ain't no shit about the world. Now, if y'all get back together in y'all 30s, that's y'all relationship. That's the real y'all, you know what I mean? So I'll say, um, hell the fuck yeah, I had my heart broke to where I had to reconsider my whole life. I've had it happen three times, three different times. So I don't know if that means I've had my three great ones if so, you know y'all y'all ladies know who y'all is and shout out to y'all. And thank y'all for for in, improving my life the way y'all have by just making my soul richer through the experiences that we had. Um couldn't, I, I wouldn't take none of it back, you know what I mean? Uh not at all. I appreciate. I appreciate all three of those heartbreaks. All and those is All three of those women uh, I'm cool with them. Two of them got kids. And, like, you know what I'm saying, like, loving relationships and shit now. One of them just became, like, <laughs> an icon. One of them just became damn near famous. So, it's just, you know what I mean? Like, it's, they, they're living, like, their best life to the fullest of shit. They're living all the dreams that they told me that they would live. And I think that that's what relationships are about. Sometimes you have to reconsider your whole life after because you had your whole life yoked to this person. And now you know that you can't have your life yoked to that person no more. And you got to restructure who you is because you was building a lot of who you was based off of who they were. But I ain't never really have, like, too too much trouble. Like, I have separation anxiety issues. So that's what, what happened with that. But as far as, like, understanding shit, like, I never really had a problem with that. So... I understood why every relationship that I had ended, even if I didn't like why it ended. Um, Whether it was my fault or not, I understood them and I respected it. And I'm a person that gets the most out of people. You know what I'm saying? And people, and I get the most out of people by giving them the most out of me. Most people have interactions and your heartbreak, you be feeling so bitter because you know that you gave this, this and this and you didn't get this that or that you know what I'm saying and so you be bitter you really be bitter about this shit because it's disproportionate the love you feel like you gave to the love you received but I can't nobody say that about me you know what I'm saying like I taught you way more than you taught me about just life about yourself on average and so that's what i'm saying like maybe i had my three great ones and no and that was it and i'm just doomed to be like a teacher nigga like you talk to me and i'm a, you know what i'm saying you're gonna have probably a heartbreaker dealing with me but it'll make you better for your next nigga and type shit like every girl that has ever dated me and then went on to have relationships after has hit me back to thank me you know what i'm saying like yo like whether that was yo you taught me Whatever You know what I'm saying? I ain't even going to get into specifics. But you niggas should thank me, too, because your bitches definitely do it, Um, whether y'all do or don't. So I guess y'all don't have to. Um, So I be thinking like that, too. Like, I I don't know. Heartbreak ain't a bad thing. I don't be fearing heartbreak. Like, I'm one of them niggas that, like, I know that you're only going to get the deepest love that you can get out of life by risking the deepest heartbreak that you can get out of life. So I test people in a loving way. Like, you know what I'm saying? You, you you love them and you give them your all. Oh, nigga, if they play with you, then you know what I'm saying? You love yourself more enough to remove that shit, but you respect it for what it is. Like, they will learn the lessons. And in a, lot of the, in a lot of the situations where you was hurt, it was on them to learn a lesson that you was the blessing and they ignored it. You know what I mean? And it's okay. That's a part of it. I feel like every relationship I had, with those, with those three relationships in particular, each one of them individuals has doubled back and expressed extreme gratitude and appreciation for me now and for me then because it helped them become who they are now. And without the then, they absolutely would not be anywhere close to who they are now. As And, and who they are now, they're happy with that. They like that shit. So it's like people are coming to your life and they come into your life for seasons some for seasons some for reasons whatever whatever and that's for that's that's all for the good it's all to make you better in a way like you know it's some good shit when you walk away from it and even though it's like damn i miss this person or damn i miss fucking this person or some shit like that you got a piece about it you good on it like i'm good like i don't never have to fuck not near one of them three women ever again in life like for me to be like quick as you snap your fingers like down for them three any of them three women like if they ask for some shit they got it you know what I'm saying like because that was love and I don't really gotta question that and I know where they stand so it's like say as I'm a nigga that's dating now you know what I'm saying like I'm singles but I be dating and shit you know it's women that would try to like get that out of me but they ain't proving themselves in the way that them women is so for instance all three women of them women that I named I don't even have sex with none of them women no more. We don't got nothing romantic going on. Furthermore, two of them are in loving relationships. I can call any three of them women right now and ask for anything and I'ma get it. If it's in their ability to give it to me. Not like pussy though. Not nothing that makes them compromise the integrity of their relationship. Not like, hey, come suck my dick. Like, they'll be like, what nigga, you crazy? Like, oh, you must be on drugs. This ain't even you type shit or something wild. But say like, yo, Oh shit, like right now I'm on the highway Yo, I, I'm on the highway I, Uh, Something happened, I need you to send me 200 It's right there I don't gotta worry about that shit Cause they know that it's the same And, they, and we've had enough life experience That these people know that I love them I care about them And for real, for real No, you know me I mean, I say that, that might cause problems in people's life But they know that I just care about them And the caring that I have for them Is unconditioned and it's unquestioned And it's extremely orderly I've always been that way Like let me know how I can love you Tell me what's up Cause love get love gets into compliance You know what I'm saying That's real nigga shit Love ain't fighting you nigga Love, love admires you too much to fight you my nigga. Straight like that So when things end Just accept that yo The love versus the non-love energy ratio is off enough that things have to stop at this closer proximity level. That's not to say y'all can't be cool. That's not to say that y'all relationship can't evolve, devolve, revolve into the same thing or other shit. But motherfuckers gotta boil it back all the way back to this post. Motherfuckers gotta stop being scared to communicate. I promise you. If you waiting on my podcast to find out some shit, then you late. And on my chess board of life, I'm already ahead. Another five moves and thinking. So if you way back there, then I can't really like think. You're not on the same square with me. You know what I'm saying? So whatever game that you playing, I'm trying to observe and you know what I'm saying, adjust as opposed to build, destroy, and create. You know what I'm saying? Like you're just gonna be late. You're just gonna be late. So, welcome to being a fan of my life. But the real people, the people that's really, really integrated into the love of my life, man. Y'all know what's up with me. Y'all know what's going on with me. Y'all know what's up with me. What we doing? What we really doing? Ooh, y'all gonna wanna listen to this one. I just answered it. It's a good ass fucking answer. Yes. <laughs> Yo, make sure you listen to this podcast. Now I'm doing more typing than talking. So we're going to wrap this one. It's been real. If you relate, we relate it. Make sure y'all follow Beefy Buds 2020. Holler at my man. Get right. Best quality, best price. All right. If you relate, we relate it. And check the website, www.chipsyclothes.net. Right.